It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? D and Ed back at you. Today we have an episode Ed gets to talk about the game. I know he wasn't here the other day, so he gets to say his thoughts about the Spurs-Wizards game. We answer a few more mailbag questions, and at the end, we give you a preview of the Timberwolves versus the Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is DNA back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards episode. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. I want to thank you guys all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Ed. When the Wizards lost to the Spurs, you know, the the curse continued. They still haven't won in San Antonio since 1999. I was two years old then. (laughs) I mean, it was tough. Well, Everybody got my takeaways. What were yours? Um, We got dominated in that fourth quarter. I mean, Thaddeus Young played bully ball. He scored every time he touched the the basketball. DeHonte Murray got to the basket every time he felt like it. Keldon Johnson. Got to the basket every time it felt like. We let Bryn Forms get wide open threes. We let Derek White get wide open threes. Uh, we, we had a good first half. We were up by 10 points at one point. I thought we actually came out and had a strong, solid start. Gafford was doing his thing. Had a couple dunks, blocks, had another double-double. Shout-out to Daniel Gafford. He's playing a lot better. Uh, but that second half was terrible. I thought we just got outplayed. Um, there are times where, you know, I listened to your recap last night where you saw Kyle Kuzma trying to push the pace. And nobody else is running with him. He's just looking around like, hey, what are y'all doing? Why are you guys just trotting up the court? Uh, well, we can push the pace and kind of put the nail in the coffin and put the, the Spurs to bed. But we didn't do that. We kept them in the game. Um, the pick and roll defense was awful. It was bad. Uh, DeHunt, like I said, DeHonte Murray was able to get to the basket every time he felt like it. Keldon Johnson, every time Brent Forbes, Derek White. Um, I thought, honestly, this might have been Trez's worst game. Um, I thought him guarding Thaddeus Young, Thaddeus Young got the better of him. And mm-hmm. and Trez tweeted out after the game that he has to play better. And that's a fact. You kind of got to see some of the, the some of the deficiencies um, that people say about Trez. And I love Trez. Trez has been incredible this whole year. But, you know, when people talk about his time with the Clippers and the Lakers, uh, his pick and roll defense, you know, why he was unplayable. 
Um, this game, it, it kind of showed some of the deficiencies of Montreal. This was probably the only bad game that I – or not not bad game, but not good game that I've seen so far from Trez. Um, once again, we, we were abysmal from the three-point line. We shot 29%. That's just the formula of losing for the Wizards is bad three-point shooting, um, playing at slow, methodical pace, and um, giving up a lot of points in the paint and just getting outplayed. Um, we tried to go zone at one point because – they were getting to the paint so easily, and the next thing you know, they still got to the paint, still got wide open layups, and still got <laughs> wide open shots. It was like nothing defensively really was working for the Washington Wizards. I just didn't, I, I didn't understand it. Um, you hit the nail on the head with Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill. I don't know what's going on when they play together, um, but some games it's just, it's just not working. I don't know if Spencer's deferring to Brad and trying to get more comfortable. I know it's only been 20, 21 games. Yeah, it's only been 21 games, so we have a long way to go. Can Spencer get the chemistry with Brad where Spencer's more aggressive and feels comfortable being aggressive? Because when Brad doesn't play, Spencer's going out there scoring 28 to 30 points a game. or We're winning ball games uh, when Brad's not playing and Spencer's playing his best basketball. And then Bradley Bill had his best game of the season against the Mavericks when Spencer Dinwiddie was not playing. So something is going on. Numbers show it, too. So we got these two guys. We just, you know, Spencer's the big free agent money signing. So we got to find a way to make this work. If, if we want to make a playoff run, if we want to win, uh, if we want to have two home games at home or make a playoff run, we, we got to make this work. Um, Colo Pope, I thought he shot the ball pretty well. I, I liked what I saw from Corey Kispert to talk about individual performances. Like you said about Davies Bertans, he was 0 for 4, 0 for 3 from the, from the, from the three-point line. Um, you see what Kimball Walker with the Knicks, you saw what they did. They, he's out of the rotation now. Um, Blake Griffin is out of the rotation. Now, I know their contracts are actually, you know, Kimba's, Kimba's contract is like two years, 17 million. It's, it's not Davies is 16 million a year. So that's, you know, it is a, that is a pretty significant difference. So I understand money talks and Wes and Tommy, they're probably not going to sit Davies. That's probably why. But you look at Kimba, you look at you look at um, Blake Griffin and hey, some some just going to have to happen there. Um, but I know we got to pump up uh, Davies's uh, trade value. I like what I saw from Kispert in limited minutes. He cut to the basket again, had an easy layup, and he hit a three-pointer. So the minutes, in my opinion, from Davi seriously need to be in consideration to go to uh, Corey Kispert. Um, you look at the team stats, they – I want to say they out – no, they – they rebounding, we – they out-rebounded us. Yes, they did out-rebound us 51 to 40 points in the paint. They had 72 points in the paint. That's, that's unacceptable. 72 points in the paint, we had 56 um like i said the three-point shooting was terrible we shot 29 percent from the three they shot 44 percent from the three um we shot poorly from the free throw line 61 percent so that was the tail of the tape right there but we that was a game where we, we just dropped the ball right there this this is a game where we you know everybody was riding high because we beat the mavericks we're like hey we're finally going to beat break the streak uh because we had a good win against the mavs and we beat the uh thunder had a two-game win streak but um, Greg Popovich, he's still a good coach, and we can't sleep on that team. They got some young guns on that team that can play, and uh, they just outran us. We're 27th in pace, the pace, and the um, the Spurs are second in pace, and they were pushing the ball continuously every single time. And like you said before in previous episodes, I am beginning to believe that, hey, we might have to switch things up and try to push the pace a little bit. We might have to try something offensively because when we're losing these games, um, it, it's the same story. It's the same song. We're missing a bunch of threes. Guys are getting to the paint on us. It's the same song in every loss. It's, I feel like I'm watching the same game from the Nets' loss to the Hawks' loss. Every loss looks identical 
every game. So that that's my take on the Spurs game. But we have we got to have a short memory. We have a tough Timberwolves team coming in. They won a couple of games that people they beat the Heat, they beat the Sixers. Timberwolves are no joke. They will come into DC and they will beat us if we don't come out there and play our best basketball. Yeah, and as you were talking, I, I seen this stat from ESPN Stats and Info. They say that's 22 consecutive losses for the Wizards at San Antonio. That is the longest active road losing streak versus a single opponent in the NBA. So that's just the story on the Wizards' struggles in San Antonio. But to talk about Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie and their fit, they got to figure it out. And Bradley Bill said last night that, you know, they're still trying to learn Wes's offense. You know, everybody's still trying to figure things out. So we talking about Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie not really fitting together right now. Guys don't even fully understand Wes's offense yet. So I'm not shocked at all that those two playing together right now is a struggle. You know, and similar to last season, there were times where Russ and Brad were kind of, you know, it was it was a little rough. And towards the later ends of the season, it started to get better and pick it up. And they started to look, you know, jail well together. And hopefully that's the case for Spencer. I mean, it's just we've seen it with how the offense looked against the Mavericks, how, you know, the pace, it felt like they were pushing the pace. They were moving. They were running. It seemed like a faster game. Brad had one of his best games, if not the – well, it was. As far mm-hmm. as play style, et cetera, it was the best game of the season. That was without Spencer Dinwiddie. And Spencer Dinwiddie has great games against the Magic. Um, I believe – Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's had good games as well without Bradley Bill. And together, it just hasn't happened to come together yet. And hopefully it, it comes together, you know, as we continue to play more games and they continue to learn Wes's offense. That's all we can hope for because Spencer's not going to come off the bench, you know, to be that score role. Wes already staggers his minutes, him and Bill's minutes, pretty heavily right now. Like, Spencer in the game against the Spurs left with no shot attempts around, like, maybe the six, seven-minute mark or something like that, and Spencer Dinwiddie was out of the game. So, Wes already um, staggers the minutes right now, and we just got to hope they figure it out. And as far as Davies, because that's the only other person I want to talk about, <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing the contract is the reason he's playing. I already said, you know... They're just hoping at this point that he returns to form and we've been waiting for like the last two seasons. So good luck on that point. (laughs) But before we get into some questions from our previous mailbag, we do have a message from our friends over at Indeed. While there's always going to be a debate between LeBron and Jordan, when it comes to helping you hire all-star talent faster, the GOAT is Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talents abilities faster. 
Assessments make the interview process smoother for everyone. Talent doesn't need to prove themselves again, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. With Indeed Assessments, you can reduce hiring time by 12%, according to Indeed Data Worldwide. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. The offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we do have another message that it will give to us from our friends over at Built Bar. Yeah, but this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calories, low carbs, low fat, and high protein. Covered in 100% of real chocolate. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited flavors arriving at Built.com regularly. So check the site often. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Um, just make sure to make Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We just want to thank you guys for subscribing to Locked On Wizards on YouTube and on iTunes. Uh, we're on all platforms. Yes, we are, guys. And we got a couple. We may hit about two, maybe three of some mailbag, mailbag questions that we didn't get to before. Before we head into our Wizards Timberwolves preview. So, Ed, um, let's get right into it. Yeah, and then last with the Bill and um, Dinwiddie fit, you know, question that we have, you know, amongst ourselves, um, I, I do think they can fit. It's still – it's still the season's still young, like you said. We only finished 21 okay. games, so they can still get it together. Like you said, they're still learning the West Unsold's offense. Um, but here's some numbers here. Bradley Bill, their offensive ratings together. Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie is a 99.8. When Bradley Bill plays with Howell Neto on the court, shooting guard and point guard, their offensive rating is 105.5. When Bradley Bill plays with Aaron Holiday, his off their offensive rating together is 113.5. So those are just some numbers to show some context. Um, you know, hopefully those numbers can go up. But like I said, we have a long season to go. Um, but to get to these uh, questions that were left over, this is from uh, Repo Deloso Loco on Twitter's R I P O D. E-L-O-C-O. He said, where exactly do you draw the line between a deep, healthy team and the opposite? And which side of the line do you think the Wiz stand once everyone is back? Where do I draw the line? I mean, as far as a deep, healthy team, I'm, I mean, as long as Roy, once Roy TB comes back, I mean, we used to say Davies, but he's back, and we've seen how that turns out. Um, I, I, I like the deep, healthy team the Wizards can have. You know, once TB and Roy are back, now you may look at it later on and say these moves, certain moves can be made, but I like it. You know, I, I've liked it. 
I think there's work to be done. I definitely think there's work to be done. And once everybody's back, man, I think the Wizards can continue to be in there in that fourth seed, et cetera. I think they can continue to be in that fight. I mean, we see the potential. The potential's there. They struggle and have stagnant offense at times. We've seen on this road trip that their defense can falter at times and presence can falter at times. There's mistakes and there's issues, but there's also potential. You know, we've seen them have clutch moments. We've seen them have, you know, good games where they lock in, defend, and they find different ways to win. And so, I mean, once the team is back healthy, I think they, they stand amongst that, you know, second tier, possibly second tier of the East, you know, for sure. And, I mean, as far as the deep, healthy team and drawing the line, like I said, I like a healthy team. I, li- I like a deep team, for sure. Obviously healthy, but I-, I like having that deep team. Yeah, so I think, yeah, so Ripple, Ripple Deloso, so I, I guess you're asking if, or he's asking if um, you'd rather have a deep, healthy team or a team with two stars, I'm thinking. Um, or like a star-driven team, yeah. you know. We've usually had that's what that. I assumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we've had you know Bradley Bill and John Wall, Bradley Bill and Russ for the past two years or past really five, six, seven years. Um, it just depends on who the, who the other star is because I know a lot of people are saying you know since we do have all these pieces and we're so deep and we have a log jams at the four position, we should try to trade for Jason Tatum if he's available or a Carl Anthony Towns or um, other stars, and you know that that makes sense too. I do like the depth of the team, but of course, if you want to win a championship, it is star driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think you could have a deep team and make a run. You know, you kind of look at some teams like the Hawks. You know, Trey Young is the star, and then everybody else is not really an all star. Um, then you kind of look at the Raptors with Kawhi, and you know, Kyle Lowry is an all star. So I guess they kind of did have two stars, but you know when you look at Kyle Lowry, he's not a superstar. Um, but I, I like this team. I think this deep team. When we do get Rui back, when we do get Thomas Bryant back. I think it's going to make this team better. We're going to be better shooters, and it's going to push the pace. It's going to help us offensively because right now we struggle offensively a lot in these losses. Um, but I, I like I like the way this team is deep. But yeah, if we do want to make a, a legitimate championship push, then if a star does become available then, hey, we, we might have to package up, you know, three guys and a pick or two to bring in a superstar or, or a bona fide all-star to play with Bradley Bill um, to push this team to make us, you know, to be able to compete with the Kevin Durant's of the world and and Kyrie and James Harden if Kyrie plays and Giannis and guys like that. So, um, but that's a good question. Um, I do like I do like this deep team. I do like this deep Wizards team. We just got to see how it goes until the trade deadline in January or February. But I, I love this. I love how deep this team is. Guys are injured and we still, we have, we have guys that are able to step up. We have a deep bench and we have guys that are still out. Like, like I said, Thomas Bryan and Rui that are not even back yet. Um, so I, I like this team, but um, yeah, this, the next question is from, let me see here. It's from, Guy uh, underscore BM370. He says, regarding a discussion I had with a friend, which player do you think impacts the Wizards defense more at the moment, Denny or KCP? I mean, I would say I would say Denny. 
Um, currently, Denny, you look at his numbers, really good defensively. You look at his defensive rating, really good. I mean, and we've seen it on the court. I mean, KCP has had nice moments. We've seen KCP, he has quick hands. You know, he's been able to smack the ball out of guys' hands, you know, when he's right on the edge of the baseline and out of bounds and they're driving and he's able to smack it out of their hands. KCP has had those quick hands. You know, Denny, though, he's been able, and I felt like it was a couple bad fouls that got called on him early in that Spurs game. But, I mean, him just being able to use his length, you know, to affect guys, really good players. You know, we've seen it with Giannis, Brandon Ingram, et cetera. He's been able to affect a lot of different guys. And his defense this year has been incredible. And I, I got to recognize that. And it's been very impactful. So, 100%, I got to say Denny. I mean, KCP has done well, obviously, as well. But, man, Denny is having one of those – all NBA defensive season so far. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, Denny has been incredible guarding Brandon Ingram, guarding Giannis. Uh, I feel like he's had, you know, KCP has he's had some. He's definitely had some tough matchups, but for for Denny to step up and you know, throw up the X and have the clamps on guys like Giannis, who's an MVP, Brandon Ingram, who's a bona fide scorer. Um, Denny has won a couple of games for us defensively. KCP has been a huge part of one of some games with, with the steals, like you said. Some of these um, coming out of nowhere, just running out of nowhere and getting some steals here and there. Um, but, yeah, they've both been huge um, to improving the Wizards' defense from last year to this year has been just a huge improvement. Those both those two guys are definitely have been a, a huge key to that. But to answer your question, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Denny for right now. Um, he's guarding bigger guys. He's playing without fouling. He's walling up. And the numbers show it too. You know, the defensive rating, the field goal percentage allowed, he's like top five in all those categories. So he he's balling. He, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. His thing. But uh, thank you guys for the questions. And uh, we'll probably do a mailbag next Tuesday or if not next week, then the week after. Yeah, definitely. And before we get to our Wizards Timberwolves preview, we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you cover all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, guys, I'm going to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. But it's time to get into this Wizards Timberwolves preview. Um, what would you say your top keys are? Um, I would just say protecting the paint and getting back on defense. I don't. Th- I don't think we did a really good job of getting back on defense against the San-, San Antonio Spurs, defending the pick and roll. Um, D'Angelo Russell, man, he he can shoot it. He's gonna pull up and shoot threes. They shoot a lot of threes. Anthony Edwards, he he can get to the basket. He can fly. 
Um, Carl Anthony Towns, he's going to be tough too. So Dale Gafford, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that matchup. I thought Gafford outplayed and did a way a really good job on Porzingis. Um, Porzingis and Carl Towns are different, but they both like to shoot threes, and they're both you know six eleven, seven feet tall. So they're both versatile bigs that can step out and shoot threes. Um, so that's what Daniel Gafford is going to have to do. Um, be ready for against Carl Anthony Towns. Same thing with Trez. Um, so they're going to be bumping and battling. Um, but yeah, we're gonna need a, we're gonna need another we're gonna need Bradley Bill to step up and knock down some shots, and we're gonna, we're gonna need Spencer Dinwiddie to step up. He's gonna have a tough matchup against uh, D'Angelo Russell. So um, we gotta manufacture some open shots. We're gonna have to hit our threes. We cannot shoot twenty nine percent from the three point line. Um, we're just gonna have to knock down some open shots. Ball movement once again. The formula for our success when we do win is when we move the ball. We have at least five or six guys in double figures. We have a, um, at least, I want to say, 30 assists, and we hold teams under two, under 100. Now, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are legit defensively. They're basically similar to us. Their opponent three-point percentage, they're second, we're seventh, and opponent three-point percentage allowed. Defensive efficiency, they're ranked third. We're ranked 14th, so we've actually dropped off defensively a little bit. Our defensive rating, we're ranked 12th. Minnesota is ranked seventh. Uh, Minnesota's they're ranked third in fast break points, so we're going to have to get back on defense. They're going to try to push the pace. Um, team three-point percentage, we're ranked 27th. They're ranked 21st, and they shoot a lot of threes. They're ranked first in three-pointers attempted, so we got to be able to defend the three-point line. We're ranked 26th in three-pointers attempted per game. So um, defending the three-point line, rebounding, and ball movement is going to be key for the Washington Wizards and protecting the paint. My number one thing, man, protecting that paint. Protecting that paint for sure especially after that Spurs game. When a team shoots over 50%, that's just embarrassing. And you see what Carl Anthony Towns did. He put up 32 points against the Pacers. Miles Turner didn't play in that game, so they were lacking that paint presence. And he dropped 32 on their head. And he can definitely do that to the Washington Wizards. Um, He shot 13 for 22 from the field in that game. And then you got Anthony Edwards, who can attack the rack, you know, put you on the poster. And... I mean, it's it's. I like Reed too. I like Reed too. He's tough down low. They got to be strong in that paint, you know. Especially when Gafford leaves. When Daniel Gafford leaves the game, the paint cannot become just a, a rite of passage for the opposition. <laughs> you know that just can't happen. When Daniel Gafford leaves the game, it can't just be open. You know, Ole defense down there. It, it can't just be easy. They got to toughen up. You know, just like in football, they said the goal line, you know, they drive all the way downfield, but you toughen up in the red zone. You toughen up. You don't let them get in. Right. They, the Wizards got to toughen up down there, man. They got to toughen up down there. They got to. Because the Spurs game is not the first time where they've missed Daniel Gafford and that Heat game, for example, when Daniel Gafford didn't play. He were getting whatever they wanted in the paint. So we've seen it too many times. They got to toughen up where Cat, Anthony Edwards, et cetera, will kill them. D'Angelo Russell, you know, that'll be a tough matchup too, like you said, for Dimity. So I am looking for Dimity to step up there. But the one thing I will say, and we didn't bring this up, the turnovers. The Wizards were in single digits for turnovers. Eh? They oh, only right, had yeah. six, but sadly, they, <laughs> you know, it came in the L. But I, I would say, you know, definitely interior defense. Win the rebound battle. They lost against the Spurs. Win the rebound battle against the Timberwolves. And defend the three-point line. Like you said, that's that about the amount of three-pointers the Timberwolves shoot. Cannot let them get hot. 
You cannot let them get hot, especially when they got guys like Malik Beasley off the bench. Right. You, know, you yeah. can't let, gotta, let a guy like him get hot. You you got to strap up at the three-point line. So interior defense, re, win the rebound battle, defend the three-point line. That's what I would say is my main keys right there. So bold prediction, eh? Um, I'm going to say Trez plays better because he only has six points, and that's not like him at all. He, he's better than that. Um, I'm going to say he, he gets a double-double. That's not really bold, but I'm going to just say Trez gets a double-double. He plays better. I say the Wizards will hold the Timberwolves to less than to less than 38% from the field shooting. They will shoot less than 38% from the field. I would say that. I think the Wizards toughen up down low. And that's tough. When you got a big like cat down there, that'll be yeah. tough. But I will I would say that's my bold <laughs> prediction. And that's all we got for you guys today. Um, once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Once again, guys, I want to thank you all for all the support, all the YouTube comments, all you know the five-star reviews on the Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate the support. We all going through this season together, guys. Let's continue to have some fun. Let's get a dub against the Timberwolves, man. Yes, sir. We got to bounce back. Thank you guys for listening. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.